Welcome to From the Rookie End. My name is John. With me is uh, DCW. Hello. That's a bit tired. DCW. Well, we may, <laughs> maybe we'll figure out why that is. Uh, and Jason. Hello. Uh, and we're at Vicarage Road, uh, where we haven't seen Watford play. We've seen you two play, unfortunately. I'm really sorry, boys, but I couldn't get out of work early enough to come and take part in the game. Um, but you've been playing uh, here uh, with uh, it was a part of a Mo Play Cup, uh, and they uh, you competed against some Watford legends. Now, Jason, you were many when I, I turned up. You were on the the, the right wing, uh, right right back. Right back, yeah. Uh, how how was that for you? Uh, let, let's start the first half. <laughs> I started a left back in the first half, which wasn't too bad. Um, I did manage to foul Tommy Mooney. If, I'm, I'm not sure that's actually possible. I think that was. Uh, did he dive? Well, he didn't dive, but after he, he, he made a little noise at the referee after I tried to tackle him, and then uh, he, he was hobbling after the game. <laughs> that wasn't me. That wasn't me. I have to say that wasn't me. Um, but he, after the free kick was given, he, he sort of. There was a little glint in his eye, and I think he said something like, oh, a little bit of experience there. <laughs> yeah, so he, he did me there. Um, but yeah, second half, I, I started at right back, and I had to mark Tommy Smith. And boy, is he quick and good <laughs> and quick. And, and yeah, I just couldn't get anywhere near him until about five minutes from time when I actually managed to tackle him. One's, one's enough. I've tackled Tommy Excuse Smith. Me, I'm just going to get a photo of Jay the Merritt. But unfortunately... Um, we, we, we're gonna, we, we've had a, a slight injury uh, in the uh, from the Recreant camp, uh, and Mike uh, isn't here with us at the moment. He had to go to hospital. He did, and it's funny. We we were all in the changing room before before the game, and uh, there were no willing volunteers to go in goal. And Mike was sort of still in his civvies, not not looking to play. And uh, he went in goal while we were warming up, and he and he pulled off a, a few saves. And it was like, oh, Mike, you should have a go in goal. And eventually, we managed to persuade him to don the green. Went inside, got changed, and we started before the game with a MLS style penalty shootout. So where like run up and try and, and, and put it past the goalkeeper. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, you, you you have to touch the ball in a box, so you have to shoot from inside the box. So that all started. The opposition went first. Mike was in goal. Tommy Mooney. Oh, was, uh, that's not going to be good, is it? It's taking the first one. You'd, you'd think Mike done him. <laughs> Mike saved Mooney's effort. He, it was it was absolutely superb. We couldn't believe it. Uh, and in the end, Lloyd, we, you played Lloyd. Lloyd, how was it playing today back at Wickard Road? Do you know what? It's actually the second game in one week for me. So uh, <laughs> you know, it's probably more than I ever play. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it was good. It was good it's for. You know, it, it was a good occasion. There's a few uh, competition winners that got involved and scored a few good goals, so it was good. And playing with JJ from the USA again? Yeah, Jay, Micah, you know, Chamberlain as well. It was very good, you know. It's like the old days. Like okay. a good old days, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, right, my highlight of the day was marking you at a corner, Lloyd, because honestly, I knew that you probably weren't going to score, were you? <laughs> <laughs> you probably would have today. <laughs> It was a good day. Yeah, very good day. How do you think tomorrow? How are you feeling about the, the fact it's Manchester City, big team, anything? Well, you know, we know we've got a tough, tough game on. You know, they won the league. They're one of the best teams in Europe. But um, it's a one-off game. You know, uh, it's 11 men out there against another 11. And you never know what's going to happen. But what if you were playing, Lloyd? Would you have to think differently about it? Yeah, it is against a big team. Like you play in the Premier League, you know, you've played against a big club with that picture of you. And you know I would just be excited, really. A um, bit nervous as well, but more excited. I wouldn't 
think about it too much. Because in that playoff final against Crystal Palace, you had a decent game in that game. You almost seemed to be... Troy said in the documentary the club put out on the, on the YouTube channel this week, he wasn't there. He was, he was taken away with the occasion. You didn't on that occasion. I Is felt, Wembley different? Um, I felt at the time we played to the occasion rather than playing the game. As an individual, um, how did you play as, a, as an individual, I've done really well, didn't I? <laughs> but I had an experience of playing in the final before. So uh, I played at Millennium and we won 3-0. So for me, personally, it was just another game. Um, yes, it's at Wembley, it's a big occasion, but I wanted to play well and to get promoted. Tomorrow, though, would you have to play... A different style of football, if you as, as Lloyd Doyley against that Man City, would you have to be completely defensive, not even thinking about going forward, and just let those forwards do their job? No, I, I would believe that you would have to go for it and put them under pressure. Um, I would believe that you defend from the front. So the higher you win the ball, the better it's for you. You don't want the ball coming into your third, especially against Man City with the quality that they've they've got. So um, I believe that we should just go for it and, you know, not silly, go for it, yeah, yeah. but go for it and try and win. Not not go for a draw, not go for penalties, not go to hold them out. There will be times in the game where you just have to stand firm and they, they will have periods where they're just going to have the ball. But I still believe that Watford should go for it tomorrow. Let's hope they do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lloyd. Thank you. Back, back to Mike. Uh, yeah, basically, after his heroics uh, with uh, Tommy Mooney, um, but don't bring up Tommy, please don't, uh, he was just walking, as goalkeepers do, to the edge of their box, and boop, his uh, Achilles uh, erupted. And uh, he's... Uh, He's ruptured, should I say, uh, and he's been off to uh, the hospital. Uh, he's home now, safe, and uh, he will be making it to Wembley, so please don't worry about that. But let's uh, have a chat with JJ from the USA, who I just caught up with a bit earlier on. Jay, you're back at Vicarage Road, but not just here visiting like you did before, you played on the pitch. Firstly, is that bit of grass better than last time you played on it? <laughs> definitely. I mean, the whole the whole place is is definitely better than the last time I, I I was I was here. But in a way, that's the coolest thing I've experienced since I've been here. Is to see the club in such a great state, to see the club in a place where they're investing in its people, its facilities, its its players. You know, I was at the training ground yesterday, and to see the club where it is now is it makes me happy. It makes me proud. To, you know, again to, to say that not only was I a part of that but also just to, to, to see it evolve to where it has and to see the fans still the way they are but still with the point of established Premier League team and that, and that, that for me is, 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 a, is, a, is a pretty cool thing. So I remember seeing you at John Lewis in Watford and you were doing like a signing on a Thursday night or something and like that literally that, that it was either that night or the, 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 the next few days it was make or break it could have been administration you were here at the lowest of the lows. It, that must make you know those moments must have been terrible. Well, yeah, you know, but you know, we weren't the only club going through that, you know. And then we see that we see that, and you know, and again, again, I guess that makes me appreciate even more so what's going on now, you know, because you have been there. I was explaining to the the the, the, the you know the concrete terrace over there that no one could actually sit in for two years. 
you know, to see that now have, have an Elton John line on the front. And, you know, last time I was here to see the four, the four uh, stands making noise. It's a different noise now. And, and in a way that, that, again, is what it should be, especially when you're an established Premier League club. So, you know, that, that for me is nice to be a part of. And, and, and again, that's the goal now uh, for me potentially doing more of this in the future for, for their expansion into, into other markets and, and things like that. So we're having those conversations right now. And hopefully I can start spreading Watford love in the States and all these other great places that uh, uh, I can now say I am the ambassador for this place that uh, you guys should all be a part of. Because yeah, you are JJ from the USA. Uh, yeah, with, the, with, that, with your time since you've been back, you know, you, you, you've lived in Canada now. You know, is there a, is there a different thing in terms of the, the the potential for Watford in and football, let's say, in Canada compared to America? I would say it's very similar. You know, um, Vancouver, where I live, is uh, one of the, the one of the original teams in the NASL back in 1974 when it all started was the Vancouver Whitecaps. And funny enough. Uh, Ray Lewington helped lift the NASL trophy with the Vancouver Whitecaps in 1979. So, you know, there's all these weird and amazing parallels between not only my story, but all of the story. And um, um, soccer in America and North America, for that matter, is here. You know, 70,000 in Atlanta in year two. You know, 55,000 every week in Seattle. There's... There's, there, there's, a, there's a lot of stories to say that soccer is here to stay and, and, and it's actually growing. But in a way, you know, the Premier League is the most watched league on the planet and, and especially in America. And, uh, you know, why wouldn't they be Watford fans? You know, there's, there's great stories in there. There's, you know, there's, there's people like Green Bay Packer fans that I know that would appreciate a club like this because it's community first, it's family first, it's all these kinds of things. So, you know, for me to kind of see that role, but also to see this club being where it is now, it's a pretty cool place to be. And, you know, for me, that understands both sides of that, you know, not only from growing up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, but now understanding, you know, the connection with this club. It's a pretty cool thing to, to understand that that, that that can grow and, and, and hopefully I can be a part of that. Because the FA Cup, yeah, I'm assuming that's why you're here. Is that why you're here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm assuming. But I'm also hosting some guys. You know, there's there's some freestylers from America and India and and and, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of hosting them and, and making sure they have a good time and and, under, and understand why they're here. Un, you know, educate them about the club. Educate them. You know, bring them to the stadium. See where that meets fans and all that kind of stuff. And and again, that's all part of the process. And um, you know, tomorrow will be no different. You know, we're gonna we're gonna do uh, the thing at the uh, box end and make sure that Watford fans are excited before they hit that stadium and uh, you know if, if we can help as, as, as player, former players to not only educate but also to say hey we're, we're here to support too uh, is, is, is fun you know and, that, and for me that's what it's all about. You know the FA Cup though for me you know I'm almost 40 and the, the, it was the, the magical day of the, of the year was it the same is it, you know over in America was it seen the same was it, was it a day of football that you always saw on television? No, no. I mean, I mean, only in the last maybe five to ten years has been. Oh, what is the FA? You know, like FA Cup. What is? What does it mean? You know, and a lot of people don't even understand that there's four different leagues that you know are all involved in this. You know, and 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 so once you start to educate them, you're like, oh, that's really interesting. That's really cool. That oh, what a what a cool tournament. You know what I mean? So it's like one of those things that once you start to present the idea, now they support. 
So again, that's that's part of the learning curve. That's part of the education process of, you know, educating North Americans to um, to understand how and why and all that kind of stuff. So for me, again, I'm that middleman that understands both sides, and I got to be that kind of player. But there, there's going to be a lot of people. Uh, watching over there, that's for sure. When you have that moment when you meet someone who, maybe they're a sports fan, but you sort of start talking to them about, about football or soccer, how easy is it to turn somebody? Is it when you, do you have to sell it quite hard or is there a couple of little tricks you know that will grab them? Yeah, I mean, you tell them a couple of stories and normally how it, that's how it works, you know. But again, that's that's my role because yeah, I have stories, you know. And, and I think, you know, in North America especially, People love sports. They love they love supporting too. And, and if you can combine those two, and, and say, okay, you're a soccer fan, but you don't really have a Premier League team yet, then it becomes a different conversation. And, and and you tell them why, and you tell them how, and you you know you, you explain players that have stories like a Troy Deeney or you know even now Adrian Mariapa, guys I've played with, and, and Ben Foster, and now made more saves than anybody in the Premier League. So you know that kind of stuff is is real ammo for trying to figure out how you support and especially in a place that has you know 300 plus million people that want to support but you know you got first you gotta you gotta have a story or a bit of ammo to be like oh you don't have a team yet sweet well do you like black and yellow <laughs> you know even as simple as that sometimes yeah so you know like when i got i got good buddies that live in pittsburgh in pittsburgh you know green uh, you know not green and yellow that's green bay uh, black and yellow though is 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 Pittsburgh. So I'm like talking to my buddies in Pittsburgh. I'm like, hey, you guys got team support? Wear your black and yellow, dude. Come on, let's go. So you know, even simple as that is is, is kind of how it gets going. And then from there, it's about creating that connection. And that's what's you know football is all about. It's about community connection. It's about you know why do you cheer? And and and, and I think uh, you know being in those environments and, and, and telling them why or how is, is, is important. And, and that, for me, is, is, is kind of the role I'm in now. Now, Watford play Manchester City in the FA Cup final. Um, they're quite an attacking team. They, they can score a couple of goals. I'm, so. I'm sure you're aware of that. If you were being chosen tomorrow as that centre-back, yeah. uh, maybe with Adrian Mariapa, as you, you had before, are you going to have to play that game differently than any other game? Because... They are so prolific. I mean, you always have to give people respect, in my opinion. You know, you, you, I don't think that you can go into that role and or that occasion and not understand what you're in for. I, I think that that's part of it. Um, talking to the guys yesterday, they seem pretty relaxed. But the cool thing about cup finals is that it's one-off. There is no reputation anymore. You have one game. That's it. We're not in league play here. We're not, not anything more than we have one opportunity to do something different in this one time. And, and, and I think that's the attitude you have to go into in games like that. Uh, I think As a defender, would you have to change your attitude, even though it's that one opportunity? Is that something that a, a forward and a striker has to, has to take those opportunities and make those opportunities? But as a defender, do you have to sort of be the take that step back away from being creative almost? Uh, I, I mean, for me, it was all about competition. Uh, go out there and compete. Don't worry about reputations. Don't worry about how much money these guys make, how they're supposed to win. It's about competition. Go out there and compete like you know how to do. And sometimes, sometimes, again, hashtag imagine if, sometimes it actually works. Sometimes you actually do disrupt that rhythm enough so on that day, you go and win. And, and, and I, I, for me, that was always the attitude. You know, playing against the best players in the world, the Messi's, the Ronaldo's, you know, World Cup, stuff like that. 
I could very easily psych myself out and say, this person's a better player than I am on, on paper. But on this day, maybe not. And, you know, I always, I always try to make sure that, or I always try to make sure I challenge that, that, that scenario to say, all right, well, on this day, maybe I'll win. So you, I think if you go into those attitudes instead of losing before the tunnel even starts, you give yourself a better chance. I hate, I hate predictions, so I'm going to ask you, how do you want Watford... How do you want Watford to win tomorrow? I got a 2-1 Watford prediction. Uh, I think we're going to get a penalty. My lucky stars have told me that. We're going to get a penalty. Uh, Gomez is going to play out of his mind, and we're going to win 2-1. Who's going to say penalty? Troy will take the penalty to score. Will, will the other goal have to be uh, a moment of magic like Delefeu did in the semi-final, yeah, or will it be so. just? I think so. I, I, you know, and again, and this is the cool thing about Watford. Now they actually have game-changing players that can go in and do these types of things and and take it upon themselves to win a game. And I think that as a fan is not only you know a great vision of what can happen, but also. To actually be in the same conversation where they have a chance is also a, another great conversation. So, I, I, you know, again, I think going into that, going, Watford has great players now, you know, that, that deserve to be there, that, that, that can change a game on a, on a, on a whim. And, uh, and, and also, there's always a bit of cup magic within this club. Always. Some crazy stuff that's going to happen. And I, and I don't think that that's going to be any different tomorrow. Well, I hope not, anyway. But uh, that's, that's my faith, anyway. We've seen you arrive by uh, you know, watching on Instagram, and you arrived yesterday. You, you arrived, you did a lot of things. Did you get sleep? Are you going to get some sleep? Because you're going to be able to go to host a bar in... in... I'm going to go pour some pints tonight at cra the Craft Beer House in, uh, in Little Chalfont and get some fans pumped up. And I'm, I'm team no sleep. Anyone that, <laughs> anyone that knows me is... Uh, Jay does... You know, he'll do everything and not, and not, you know, sleep is like my fourth priority, you know, like I don't care. I, I'm, I'm here to do these types of things. I'm here to engage. I'm here to, to make sure that uh, I'm, I'm doing what I like to do and, and, and be who I am. And, and that involves, again, going out to pubs in Chelfont and tomorrow now at box, uh, at the box end and engaging and getting people excited and, you know, enjoying it all. And I do. I enjoy all of this. And, and, and it's really been really nice to be back and to see the fans and to, you know, again, to play a Vicarage Road again today. And, you know, for me, that's what it's all about. You know, what's experience if you can't use it? What's experience if you can't have more of it? And, you know, and, and I think, uh, you know, it, it's been really nice to, uh, to continue this journey with this club. And, and, you know, for me, it always has made sense. And, and hopefully tomorrow we can, uh, uh, I can, I can actually witness them winning winning a cup which would be uh which would be pretty cool a podcast made by Watford fans for Watford fans from the rookery end thanks to Lloyd uh for us grabbing him and uh thanks to Jay for the chat uh we are well it's Saturday when you listen to this and today is the day that Watford are off to Wembley for the FA Cup final the players as we've seen before will be on the hallow turf of Wembley Stadium but there's don't know something about me it's, it's going to be different. You know, it's going to have a vibe with me. It's going to have the national anthems. There's all the stuff that goes with it that's going to make this game so, 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 so special. And I really think they're going to raise their game and do what we know they can do. And they're going to do it in style and, and in a way that will make us proud. So, for one last podcast before Wembley. Come on, you all. 